Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 4 To Bring Joy to the Suffering Heart of Jesus. Longing to give all. If only one unhappy child is made happy with the love of Jesus, will it not be worth giving all for that? Mother Teresa. Section 1. A Change. Asensol. Shortly before writing her first letter to Archbishop Perrier, Mother Teresa's provincial had notified her of her imminent transfer from Calcutta to the Loreto community in Asensol, a town about 140 miles to the northwest. Some sisters of her community had noticed Mother Teresa's frequent and long conversations in confession with Father Van Exum in the months following her retreat in Darjeeling. From this simple fact, Suspicion arose concerning the nature of their relationship. Obviously, the sisters had no clue about the reason for these prolonged meetings. Nonetheless, they deemed them inappropriate and brought them to the notice of her religious superiors. On the basis of these uncharitable suggestions and remarks, the decision was made to transfer Mother Teresa to the Asensol community. For St. Mary's School, her leaving was obviously a blow, and her absence was keenly felt. As for herself, though she admitted missing St. Mary's and the girl she had under her charge, she accepted the change serenely. Despite the sacrifice of leaving so much she loved, she saw God's hand in these happenings and believed the move ultimately came from him. This faith-filled response to difficulties was typical of Mother Teresa. The Archbishop later affirmed, in spite of her trials she has experienced from time to time in religious life, she is very loyal to the Institute of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I have never heard her complaining of superiors or sisters, even when I knew she had been misunderstood. In fact, even in the midst of this unjust situation, she remained impressively charitable toward all. Before leaving Calcutta, Mother Teresa had learned from Father Van Exum about Archbishop Perrier's initial reaction to her proposal. Though Father Van Exum expected that with his endorsement of Mother Teresa's plans, the Archbishop would give her his consent to move ahead quickly. The Archbishop remained cautious and told her he needed time to pray, reflect, and consult. This unexpected reply would become a fresh source of suffering for Mother Teresa, even greater than all her previous fear and confusion. Convinced of the genuineness of the call, and accustomed to act at once 
as soon as God's will became clear, she felt she must begin immediately. Yet, as convinced as she was, she would not begin without the permission of her religious superiors. For she believed that through her obedience to God's representatives, his will would ultimately and securely be made known. Therefore, in spite of her longing to start her new mission and her distress at not being able to do so, she could do nothing but wait. Upon her arrival at Asensol in mid-January 1947, Mother Teresa, with her characteristic wholeheartedness, took up her new role of teaching. One benefit of the transfer was that she had fewer responsibilities than in Calcutta, and thus more time to spend in prayer. This was a providential opportunity to prepare herself for her new mission. Her longing to begin the work among the poorest of the poor of Calcutta was becoming ever stronger. As a result, Mother Teresa engaged in a spirited exchange of letters with Archbishop Perrier over the next several months. She tried to convince him to let her begin. He, with all due prudence, insisted on the need to wait. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How were Mother Teresa's fellow sisters in Calcutta supposed to know that she and Father Van Exum were talking about one of the great mystical experiences in the history of the Church? How were they to know that Mother Teresa, their fellow sister, was being called by God? to start in a most profound way a new religious community which would in many ways revive the whole of religious life in our contemporary world. That Mother Teresa was rediscovering for our times what it would mean to consecrate oneself. That she was rediscovering the value of poverty and that she was being given grace, a unique grace, of this participation in Jesus' own thirsting on the cross. She was giving a share in that. And through her, it was going to be offered to the church, this new religious family. Well, they didn't know that. They, they didn't know that's what had happened. No one knew about all this interaction and Darjeeling. And it would be very difficult for her fellow sisters to have even imagined or allowed themselves to imagine what possibly they could be talking about. And instead, they got a little jealous, a little suspicious, 
was something romantic happening. Maybe not romantic, but maybe there was some kind of unhealthy dependence of mother on this confessor. No one else spent that much time with him. Why were they having these long conversations? And so they reported her. Mother Teresa did not complain. Mother Teresa did not dislike them. She was like Joseph in the Old Testament. When his brothers finally asked him whether he was going to get his revenge, what did he say? You meant evil, but God meant good so that many might be saved. Mother Teresa was seeing the hand of God in this transfer that happened. And why was she transferred? Because these other sisters were suspicious. And they were trying to do something, but God was trying to do something else. He wanted Mother to be alone with him. He wanted Mother to spend more time in prayer. He wanted Mother to have her own kind of year-long preparation for her mission, the way she had planned for her future missionaries of charity to have this year-long preparation. And so he allowed this to happen. And he also allowed So let us tonight beg the Lord to give us the same kind of wisdom. If there are things that are going against us, if people seem to oppose us, let us beg for the Lord's wisdom to keep our eyes on God. Let us not be so worried about secondary causes. God is all good, and he's doing something beautiful. And Mother Teresa could always smile at Jesus. Because although people might be doing strange things, Jesus, he was up to something good. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.